minor Black Widow spoiler. So in today's episode, we're going to unpack a little bit of sisterhood and Black Widow. And of course, I'm going to make some comparisons to their relationship and the relationship that I have with my older sister, Morgan. But I would just like for you guys to know that comparatively, I say my sister reminds me of the moments where Natasha's like, put on your seatbelt, as opposed to when Natasha's like, here's a weapon that I'm going to wave around. So I just want context to be there for the kind of sister relationship that we have. But anyways, thanks for being here, friends. I'm Jamie Grace, and this show is all about bridging the gap between pop culture and mental health and talking about how the things we love have a great impact on who we are today. So thanks for being here, friends. I'm really glad to welcome you to the Jamie Grace Podcast. So today we are going to be talking about Black Widow. We're going to be talking about sisterhood and Black Widow. This is a series that we've not yet done on the show where I talk about a film or a, I was going to say a film or a movie, same thing, where I talk about a film or a show within the context, within the frame of sisterhood. Now, if you're listening to this and you don't have a sister, you don't have a sister-in-law, don't worry. We're actually going to be talking about sisterhood as a whole and a bit in the in the broad spectrum, if you will, um, because we're not only, only going to be talking about like the biological sister relationship, even though... Well, okay, like I said at the beginning of this, like (laughs) this is going to be a little bit of a Black Widow spoiler. So if you've not seen the movie, I'm just giving you a heads up that I'm going to be spoiling some stuff here and there. Um, But if you have not seen the movie and you're kind of like, I don't think I'll ever see it or I think it's going to be a long time before I see it. I'm not going to be giving away the total plot. It's still worth the watch. Uh, Of course, you know, with the mindset, the mindfulness, whatnot, that it is PG-13. So if you have like a three year old, like nah bro you good um anyways <laughs> before we jump into it i want to say a huge thank you to one of the uh, reviewers that recently headed over to my show and apple podcast i'll put a link in the show notes if you guys want to check it out this is from a.r berman amanda berman she says i absolutely love jamie grace and her podcast thank you um i love the transparency even more i love knowing i'm not the only one who loves borrowed hearts you're amazing and such an inspiration so <laughs> thank you so much amanda that's so nice um and she gave the show five stars thank you so yeah yeah, I love the movie Borrowed Hearts. It's a Roma Downey film from way back when, and it's really great. Um, I talked about it in my interview episode with her a few months back. So um, thank you for listening to the show, Amanda. I really appreciate that. You guys, if you want to help people hear about the show, if you want to help get the podcast out there, it's a pretty simple process. All you have to do is leave a review. You can be like, oh my God, now so it's all good for my Tuesdays, even though it comes out on Saturdays. Maybe you listen on Tuesdays. I don't know your life. I don't have your schedule, um, <laughs> but I'll leave the link in the show notes for for the Apple podcast, like link to the show. Even if you don't listen on Apple podcasts, you can just hop on over, leave a review and then hop back into your other app. It's a great way for other people to find out about the show. And so I really appreciate when you guys do that. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you to everybody that has left a review. And if you're considering it, then I hope you will. All right, guys, let's jump into today's episode, Sisterhood and Black Widow. going to relatively quickly run through 10 moments in this film that really reminded me and that really just showed me how beautiful sisterhood is and also showed me the beauty in sisterhood within the framework of of this family. Again, if you have no concept of what's going on in the film, I am going to be spoiling some stuff. But one of my favorite moments when the girls were younger, Elena and Natasha, Natasha, who we know as Black Widow and as the oldest sister, they kind of show the first moment of their call and response whistle. And 
it actually really reminded me of Katniss and Rue in Hunger Games. Like that scene did. I don't know if it was the cinematography. Of course, you know, the whistle situation. Um, it was just this beautiful like moment that they had of connecting. And I could talk about that introduction scene like for a solid 15 to 20 minutes. I could just talk about, you know, all of <laughs> all of the ways they just bonded in all of the ways that they were so sarcastic and joking with each other. And, you know, I'm going to win with the whole like backbend thing and I'm going to make you laugh. So you lose. It was so beautiful. Um, and it was just really great to see their bond. Of course, there is a little bit of foreshadowing when Yelena does get injured and Natasha calls the mom over and Natasha kind of walks away. Once the mom is there, she's like, okay, my work here is done, which at first I thought was just, oh, you know, she doesn't really need to help. Now the mom is there. But of course, now we kind of realize like, wait, no, it's because, you know, she wasn't as connected <laughs> as you might have anticipated her to be as a sister. But that whistle moment just is really sweet. And of course, there is a call back to it toward the end of the film. Now, we can't talk about sisterhood without talking about Natasha saying, excuse me, I don't know what you're trying to do, but I'm going to take you out. It's such an intense moment of this film. Yelena is quite confused as to what's going on. Natasha already knows what's up. She's like, okay, we got to go back to the creepy place and we got to get a new assignment. Yelena doesn't want to go. Of course she doesn't want to go. Who would want to go? As we soon learn, there's not really a choice that the girls are being given. And so Natasha takes one of the weapons from one of the men, the militant men that are trying to hold Yelena back, and she threatens their lives. Now, listen, I'm not an encourager of violence. I'm not an encourager of beating up people with your fist or any other kind of beating up people or injuring them. But um, yeah, if given the opportunity, if that was me protecting my sister, I can 100% say that, well, if given the opportunity and the uh, <laughs> the fighting skills of, of one, say, Black Widow, um, I would definitely do that. You know, it's it's, it's just the, the willingness to show this sacrificial love for your sister. Natasha is only, what, 11, 12, 13 at the time, but she's very intelligent. She's a very wise young lady, and she knows that by retaliating, she knows that fighting back, that it's very likely that things will only get worse for her. But that's what a sacrifice is. That's what sacrificing yourself means. It's not saying, oh, I'll do this super easy thing, and it's not going to cause me any harm. Sacrifice is saying, no, I will step in for you. I will step in in your place, even though I know that this could ultimately end in death which also happened in hunger games and the bible but i just want i just want to bring up hunger games again i'm seeing a lot of similarities number three they are all grown up they are fighting in budapest now um i don't know i did not pronounce that right but guys they're, they're still fighting <laughs> You know, it's no longer the, the little sister, you know, banter back and forth in the backyard as they're doing their gymnastic stuff. This is like full on knives being thrown home and try to choke away the curtain. They are they are crashing plates. It's getting really intense. And and one of the reasons why I wanted to specifically bring up this scene now, this has nothing like the uh, well, what I'm trying to say, I've never gotten in a physical fight with my sister. Um, But what I'm saying is that even if it's a physical fight or if it's, you know, throwing stuff. We've never done that either, but we have definitely like fussed at each other before. No matter what, there comes a point where you look at your sister and you're just like, bruh, I'm done. 
and that was so beautiful to see when they're both just like laying there about to you know be um how how, do, how would you say a deceased and there's this moment where natasha just looks at her, her sister yelena and she's just like truce um she says it and i believe in russian and i think that's even a, a, an even more beautiful thing because it's kind of this callback to their home this callback to their first language and this callback to be like look we're family first. We're sisters first. We are, you know, let, let, let me say this in, in our native tongue so that you know how much I'm actually trying to connect with you on a level that goes much deeper than our pride or whatever it is that either of us wants right now or feels right now. And so um, I loved that a lot because my sister and I have definitely had some moments where we're just like fussing at each other. We're annoyed with each other. And then there just comes a point where, well, I don't know if you guys have ever had this, but like comes a point where you're just like, like, look, I have to tell you something funny that I saw on Instagram. I know you're mad at me, but you're just going to have to get over it. <laughs> or you just look at your sister and you're like, look, I love you too much for this to keep going. Or I'm tired or I need to poop. Like, whatever it is, you just get to a point where you just can't keep arguing with them because you know that it's just going to end so poorly or you just don't even have the time to even process how it could end. So you just need to call a truce. Um, and I, I just loved that moment. That fight was so intense. It was... <laughs> It was pretty epic, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that they both survived. <laughs> so number four, I love how these sisters are constantly being petty slash sarcastic slash encouraging and back talking, um, even in the midst of like requesting information. It's almost like they, to an outsider's view, they're not staying focused on one piece of conversation because there's so much banter happening in the middle of the conversation, but that is sisterhood that's how my sister and I act all the time um we'll be talking about something like okay we need to get this album done or we need to film this video or whatever and 20 minutes will pass and we will have talked about 15 other things and the thing that we set out to talk about and our husbands will be sitting there like how like how in the world did either of you get any information out of that? And so I love this scene when Natasha and Elena is right after the fight and they are trying, right after they've been reunited as adults and they're trying to get, uh, Natasha's trying to get information from Elena and they're just trying to figure out why was this thing milled back and forth and they're kind of being petty about it and sarcastic. And even, you know, Elena even goes as far as to say, you're the only superhero person that I know, which that line in and of itself is both hilarious because <laughs> she's like kind of dissing her sister by calling her a superhero person but also it's very earnest as a little sister to be like you're all I have you know you're you're you were my only hope but it's also kind of dissing her and being like you were my last choice it's like a whole list of different meanings that it could have that just fits the overall theme of that conversation and their relationship which is the constant bickering and just constant like almost compliment but complete sarcasm they have such a beautiful relationship it reminds me so much of my sister and I again without the uh the uh significant amount of violence um it just really reminds me of the two of us I also had for number five I mean it's just kind of like continuing on with this actually number six is as well but here number five <laughs> Natasha says you can't just steal a guy's car and then Elena says oh you want me to chase him down and unsteal it also in the same view is when Natasha tells her to put on her seatbelt and Yelena is like oh, you're such a mom both of those things are things that like my sister and I would have said to each other we've never stolen anyone's car can't say that I was suggesting
suggest or encourage that, but um, it just sounds like something we would say. And then for number six, another moment I absolutely loved is when Yelena says, why do you do that thing? And she's talking about the pose that Black Widow does that Natasha does every time she's fighting. And she's like, it's kind of like you think everybody's looking at you. It's just, it's hilarious. It's such a sarcastic, funny moment. But again, like I like I talked about um, a little bit earlier, the, the undertone and the way that they shift in conversation so fast from topic A to topic B is so drastic, but is so realistic. Because just moments later, they kind of have this back and forth about more of the violence and the being a trained killer. And Yelena ends with um, saying to her sister, except I'm not the killer that little girls call their hero. And that was so powerful because I think it's so easy as sisters to and 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 here, let me just say this, you know, really quick for all intents and purposes. I I'm not saying that anybody uh, should be a trained killer. Um, so let's just whatever job it is. Right. It's so easy to just like take a, a, a jab. No pun intended. Uh, take a jab at your sister's job and to take a jab at what she does. You know, um, my, my sister and I, we've we've never had any like crazy like resentment or anything like that toward each other's jobs but it is so easy to to take that you know at your sister be like okay well you're just the one that makes pop music for a living or oh well you just do art you know like whatever it might be and I know that might seem drastic but the you know talking about what my sister and I do for a living versus um what you know, Black Widow does for a living. Um, Obviously, these are two very drastic things. But the reason why I bring it up, and especially within the context and within the framework of sisterhood, is that it's so easy to take something that could be seen as an insecurity or a weakness for your sister and use it against her, just just like Elena does right here. It's so easy to use it as your, you know, your one-liner, your your heavy hitter sentence, and then just walk away and force her to marinate on that. And it's painful But like I said, it's easy Um, for most of us that have sisters or that have a really close relationship with a friend or a cousin. We could sit here and try to find the thing that would be an absolute punch to the gut when it comes to, um, you know, their insecurities about their job and how they feel about it and, and the mistakes that they've made and the poor choices they've made or maybe the secrets they have that other people don't know about. It's so easy and it's so painful. And I'm and I'm not even sharing this to share or resolve or to share like a here what Yelena should have done because that's not what I'm trying to do. I just want as painful as it was to see her say that to her sister, I want us to also be mindful that that is something that we're also capable of in many different ways and capacities, but especially when it comes to the women in our lives that we call our sisters and that we call our family. I think it's pertinent that we are mindful um, of what we're capable of too. You know, it wouldn't make sense to do this episode if I only talked about um, my relationship with my sister and if I only talked about uh, very specifically the relationship of two biological sisters, um, which is I feel quite privileged that that is my primary experience. Um, Growing up, my parents did welcome um, some awesome kids into our home. They would typically stay with us for anywhere from a few months to a few years um, while their parents were transitioning through different life circumstances as they couldn't take care of them. Um, And so I do know the experience of having um, a younger sister. Um, Some people might use like the phrase like foster sister, something like that. Um, But again, the the privilege that I that I have of having my my sister in my life um, is 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 one that I. I hope that I'm mindful of. And again, I, I, did, I don't think that I could do this episode without 
kind of talking about that a little bit more. Um, for number seven, I wanted to talk about when Yelena and Natasha are having a meal and um, Yelena's talking about how she kind of imagined and, and reinvented a pretend life for what she wishes or imagined for her sister and her family. And I can only think about, you know, the the girls, the young women that have experienced loss um, and that have kind of gone through that similar experience of trying to imagine in your head, what would my sister be doing right now? What does my sister look like? Like right now, in a perfect world, families are never torn apart. In a perfect world, we don't have to deal with things like um, divorce and, and and children becoming orphans and, and people becoming widows, whether we're talking about, you know, the way that our culture uses the word widow, but also in the film, the way that they, the word, you know, uh, the culture of widows is portrayed, you know. Um, in a perfect world, these things don't happen. But the reality is that it's a broken world and many broken things do happen. And so I just wanted to take a moment just to honor all of the sisters out there that don't get to have their sisters on this side of heaven or that don't get to have their sisters in their lives for whatever reason that might be. Um, I see you and I'm so sorry for all of that. I, I know that that must be heartbreaking if it is in any way possible that you are able to see this film. I know sometimes these things can be kind of painful, um, but if you are able to see this film, I do hope that you're able to see some of the beautiful moments here. And, you know, I, I, even though I have, you know, background in like, you know, psychology and all this stuff, like I, I can't say that I fully know <laughs> all of the right steps to take or anything like that. Nobody really knows all of the right steps to take, eh? But I will say that um, <laughs> this actually reminded me a little bit of a scene from the television show This Is Us where Randall, grown-up Randall, he is a black man adopted by a white family and he's talking about kind of like the family that he would go to in his mind a little bit. Okay, so I just came back because I googled it and it's called A Ghost Kingdom. Now again, I'm not a psychologist or a therapist so I'm not encouraging, you know, to kind of do that at all, to dwell on the what-ifs and to dwell on anything imaginary could definitely be harmful in the long term. Um, but I do just, again, want to reiterate that I know that sometimes with loss and with pain and with grief, we do allow our minds to wander and we do allow our minds to go into the what if. And so this scene kind of does that in a soft, beautiful way. If you ever just maybe want a few moments to feel that you're not alone in that. So just at the end of this scene, we've got one of my favorite sister moments. It is my number eight, and it is when Natasha unofficially invites Yelena to go take down the bad guy. Obviously, they're going to need a vehicle, and th there's nothing directly spoken about this vehicle. But the whole time throughout the scene, you're seeing this car in the background and this beautiful family and all this kind of thing. The dads over there working on the car and all this kinds of stuff. And then Natasha just kind of casually says that she knows where the guy puts the key and then Yelena says yeah top drawer green cabinet and it's just this awesome moment of just like both of these sisters were thinking about stealing a car and again I'm not encouraging anybody to go steal a car and if you steal a car and you say Jimmy Grace did it then you did two bad things one you lied on me and two, you stole a car. Um, but I just absolutely love <laughs> that both of, that's just where both of their brains go. Sometimes as sisters, as best friends, you don't even have to say a word. You can just look at your sister and y'all are on the same page. So I really like this moment because it was super realistic and I could totally see my sister and I doing something like this if we stole cars, which we do not. 
And for the most realistic one, y'all, number nine, when Yelena is talking about her awesome vest with all of the pockets, I'm going to post a picture this weekend on my Instagram. I actually have a vest with a whole lot of pockets that Morgan Harper Nichols, yes, the celebrity poet who we just see as the sweetest queen of all time, and she is really sweet. She hates my vest. She thinks it's ridiculous and it's baggy and it has too many pockets. I don't think anything could have too many pockets. My wedding, no, did my wedding dress have pockets? Maybe it did. All the bridesmaids dresses have pockets though. Yeah. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> just... I love pockets. I don't know who doesn't love pockets. And when Yelena and wow, Natasha were arguing about this vest, it made me think of me and Morgan. I was like, yeah, vests are awesome, especially the ones with lots of pockets. And if you don't agree, then might. Which again, at the end, she's like, okay, it's nice. And it was one of those moments where I could tell like, no, you don't actually think it's nice. You're just a really sweet sister and you're going to pretend like it's nice. And that's what big sisters are supposed to do. Let us go into the wild at least once with a hot mess outfit on. Not every day, but at least once. Let us wear our weird clothes, man. Just just let us just let us wear the best with pockets. So this movie is really sad. I mean, it's got a lot of heaviness in it. And there's one particular moment. We're going to jump all the way to the end. This won't make any sense to you if you've not seen the movie. But when Antonia is freed... And there is about a 30 to 40 second sequence, actually maybe much shorter. It just, it honestly felt like a lifetime in the best possible way. But it's when Antonia and Natasha, they have their foreheads together. And then there's this moment where they're just like light out just because they have just had the fight of the century. And Natasha crawls over and is apologizing to Antonia over and over again. And Antonia says, is he gone? I don't know if you guys have ever had a moment like this and very specifically with someone that is not your sister and that you've not called your sister, but you just have a close like sisterhood type relationship with. There's a moment where you see someone hurting, where you see another girl in pain. Um, and there is just a beauty in sisterhood where you just want to protect her and you just want her to be safe. You just want her to be okay. I don't know if you guys have ever, you know, been out in public and you've seen like a girl on what doesn't look like it's a good date or something like that. And so you just kind of like keep your eye out in case she might need you. <laughs> or I don't know if you guys have ever had an experience maybe like in college or something like that where there was like a girl that you kind of knew but you didn't totally know. But maybe like you're both walking home late from, you know, a class or maybe you're in the gym and you're both headed to your car and you're just like, look, I'm gonna just keep my eye out for her just in case she needs me. Now, I hope it's pretty clear that I'm definitely Definitely not saying like, yeah, because uh, guys are terrible and men are bad and girls are weak and they need a village. But in reality, we like going to the bathroom in groups. So it's not saying like, oh, yes, all the girls in the world are fine and all the boys in the world have cooties. That's not at all what I'm saying. But there is a reality that there is just kind of this unspoken sisterhood or amongst women or amongst most women. And it's just so beautiful when we're able to look out for each other and when we're able to support each other and when we're able to just take care of each other in a nun like you need me to hold your hand kind of way, but just like in a supportive, loving way, like just in case your dad is the bad guy in a marvel movie and he puts like a robot chip in the back of your neck and you turn into a robot murderer that scarlett johansson is going to show up and save the day and that's really what that reminded me of it reminded me of bathroom trips <laughs> it's like all your friends like let's all go to the body and powder our noses at the same time or just looking out for somebody when you're like look i just want to make sure 
that she's okay. You know, another mom looking out for another mom when you've got 19 kids with you in Target and you just look over and you say, hey, do you need help getting in your car? Even if she says no, it's just knowing, hey, I got your back in case you need me. And then when the other girl, when the other sister looks up and says, is he gone? It's that affirmation of thank you so much for looking out for me because all by myself, yeah, like we're all cool humans by ourselves, but we're so much better together. Hey y'all, I wanted to take a quick moment to share with you some info about one of my favorite sponsors of the Jamie Grace podcast. Y'all, when quarantine first started, I was not very interested in this whole online counseling thing because it made me really anxious. And as someone that has anxiety, I had to figure something out because a lot of things make me anxious. Eventually, I gave it a try and I have to say that it's been very beneficial for me. So I want you guys, if you need to, to check out Faithful Counseling. Whether you have an anxiety diagnosis or you are dealing with the everyday frustrations of life, I can promise you that you will find it beneficial to talk to a counselor through Faithful Counseling. You can go to faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace to learn more about the very affordable counseling that they have and the four different ways you can communicate with a clinical therapist. And if you'd like, they can incorporate some faith-based things as well into your counseling. Visit faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash Jamie Grace. So that was 10. And I got to be honest with you guys, I do have one more and I kind of wanted to use it as an honorable mention. Now, like I said, I've given some kind of like 90% spoilers, but if you're listening to this and you really don't want a spoiler, then definitely don't listen to this part um, because I'm about to hardcore spoil Black Widow. One of the moments that I really loved was every single time the red stuff exploded. (laughs) It was such a sacrificial love among sisters. It was not only sisters putting themselves in really compromising positions to be able to help each other, um, but it was also this recognition and this admiration that we do need each other. And I just wanted to point that out. I just wanted to encourage all of us this week, whether it's your biological sister, whether it's she's not your sister by biology, but she is your sister. Maybe it's a close friend, whoever it might be. Maybe it is someone when you're leaving the gym and you see that, oh, she's leaving, you know, by herself. Like I said, you don't have to like go up to like strangers and be like, we're both girls. We should hold hands because I want to make sure you stay safe when you go to your car. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, look out for each other, right? Like just be, be a good sister, be a good friend, be a loving human to someone else. Let's explode the red stuff into the air. Oh gosh. Oh, this, this is going so well. I'm inspiring the nations, the masses. Dude, be a good sister this week. Go out and just love somebody extend some grace towards someone maybe even make a sacrifice do something extra for someone just be just be a good human like the world will be so much better if everybody listened to my podcast (laughs) oh that cackle I want to delete it but I don't have time because I need to go potty and then pick up my daughter from my parents house thank you guys so much for listening to the Jamie Gray's podcast this show is made possible by my Patreon community. So thank you so much, patreon.com slash Jamie Grace for making this show happen. This show is also sponsored by the sponsor that you heard. And this show is shared with more people every time you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so, so, so much for doing that. You're a beautiful human. I hope you eat all the fiber that your body needs. And I hope you have a great day. 
Hope you have a beautiful... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, bye.